Welcome to another episode of the Luxury Weekly. 10 minutes, 10 news. Here is everything you need to know about what happened in the luxury industry this week. 1. The biggest news of the week was the acquisition of Stone Island by Montclair in a deal which values Stone Island at 1.1 billion euros, almost 17 times EBITDA. The benefit for Montclair is to attract a new wave of luxury customers who are generally younger and gravitate more towards casual fashion. It's the first acquisition from Montclair. The benefit for Stone Island is to leverage Montclair's global expertise and expand in international markets. The two Italian brands will continue to operate as separate entities, but they will share best practices on how to grow the American and Asian markets, as well as amplify their e-commerce channels. Here is what you need to know about Stone Island. First of all, it's considered as a more technical brand with innovation at its core, such as fabrics changing colors depending on the weather, reflective fabrics, and reversible jackets, to name a few. It was founded in 1982 by Italian designer Massimo Osti, who is considered as one of the great fashion innovators and had a deep influence in the world of fashion. Stone Island was quickly adopted by European soccer fans subculture who were looking for a flashy, highly masculine and recognizable sportswear alternative to wearing their team's jersey. The brand gained global appeal in the recent years when it started being worn by Drake and other artists. 2. The Spanish fragrance and beauty group Pooch announced that they will reach 1.5 billion euros of sales this year which is a decline by 25% from the 2 billion euros they achieved in 2019. However, the group also announced an ambitious plan to reach 3 billion euro in sales by 2023. I'll do the math for you. It basically means they plan on doubling their business in the next three years. How will they do it? First of all, they expect significant growth in digital and China. Also, Pooch has reorganized its business structure and created three new divisions, Beauty and Fashion, Charlotte Tilbury, and Derma. In the new Beauty and Fashion division, two brands are expected to reach the billion euro in sales by 2025, Paco Rabanne and Carolina Herrera. Charlotte Tilbury will be a standalone division, and the brand's founder, Charlotte Tilbury, will remain with the company as chairman, president, and chief creative officer. The brand is expected to generate 500 million euros in sales by 2025. Finally, the Derma division will include Uriage, Isdin, and Apivita brands. Those three brands make Pooch the third largest player in the Derma cosmetic category within pharmacies in Europe. 3. In the world of advertising, the media powerhouse Group M published their annual report on the state of global advertising. The key findings are that media buy showed a certain resilience through the pandemic and would decline by less than 6% in 2020. Looking at 2021, global advertising budgets are expected to increase by 12%. In terms of channels, the pandemic forced brands to quickly adapt and rebalance their marketing dollars towards digital advertising. That trend will continue and advertising budgets on platforms like Facebook, Google, or Amazon will represent more than 60% of the entire advertising business. As a point of reference, this share has doubled since 2015 when these media platforms represented only 30% of advertising spend. 
Another important finding was the confirmation that print advertising was less and less of a priority for brands and that it will keep declining year on year. Four, some key findings in China. According to a report from real estate advisor Savills, luxury brands have opened more brick and mortar stores in markets like China and Japan this year than in traditional markets like Europe. The trend will continue in the coming years which is unprecedented considering that until 2020, Europe was the most in-demand location for new store openings. I also wanted to highlight some important trends coming from recent reports on the state of luxury in China. First of all, 80% of luxury consumption comes from clients younger than 40 years old. 70% of purchases are done by women. This clientele is digitally native and brand discovery happens online. It's imperative for brands to understand and adapt to this shift in customer habits and profile. Luxury brands stuck in the old ways of doing business might not survive the new roaring 20s. Another interesting trend is the evolution of retail formats. Shopping centers are trying to appeal to the younger generation's constant desire for newness by favoring brand rotation through short-term leases and pop-ups. We will also see brands develop new formats such as Harrods Private Members Club in Shanghai called The Residence, where the retailer hosts personal shopping events for their VIPs, and it's by invitation only. 5. Two brands are reporting great results. Athleisure brand Lululemon reported a 22% sales increase in the third quarter to reach $1.1 billion. This growth was largely driven by their DTC channels, which saw a 94% increase versus last year. Lululemon operates 515 stores in the world and year-to-date sales are $2.7 billion, up 4% compared to the same period in 2019. Online styling service Stitch Fixed reported a quarterly revenue of $490 million, which is a 10% increase versus the same quarter last year. But more surprisingly, they reported a net profit of $9.5 million. These positive results were fueled by customer acquisition with a 10% rise in active clients to reach 3.8 million customers at the end of the quarter. 6. British lifestyle brand Ted Baker reported their first half 2021 results this week. They posted a 45% decline in revenue and their losses more than tripled in one year to reach 86 million pounds. The company announced they will cut almost 1,000 jobs at stores and headquarters in the UK and in the US in an effort to cut costs and simplify their org structure. 7. On the technology side, two interesting news this week. Levi's launched a collection of virtual clothing for Snapchat Bitmojis, which is made of jeans, jackets, and shirts. Customers can purchase the real-life Levi's pieces on the brand's e-commerce website. Dior will unveil its men's fall 2021 collection on the video game streaming platform Twitch. It's interesting to see that brands are turning more and more to social networks and live streaming platforms to meet the new luxury shopper where they virtually spend time. 8. LVMH unveiled a new sustainability program called Life360, which aims at setting exemplary standards for the industry. 
the group will establish concrete objectives with three, six, and 10 years timeframes. As part of this initiative, LVMH is looking to facilitate the sharing of best practices between their 75 brands and encourage the maisons to share unused materials as well as develop repair services to extend product lives. The group also plans on using only LED lights in their stores by 2023 and be fully reliant on renewable energy by 2030. Other initiatives include going away from heavy traditional packaging and reducing the overall impact of their logistics by favoring shipping by boat or using electric vehicles when possible. 9. American department store JCPenney is coming out of bankruptcy after selling its retail and operating assets to its two main landlords, Simon Properties and Brookfield, for $300 million in cash and $500 million of debt. JCPenney will stay in business and push its turnaround strategy forward. Just like most department stores, it was struggling for years, and we can speculate that the main motivation for Simon and Brookfield was to avoid seeing 600 JCPenney stores close down. The landlords would have been left with massive empty spaces to fill and limited options for replacement. 10. The Lebanese fashion designer Eli Saab is the latest brand to join Amazon luxury platform. This move to Amazon Luxury signals a deeper investment into the US market as well as e-commerce. The company is also hoping to reach a younger audience and increase the brand awareness for product lines other than couture. After recently developing children and home categories, Eli Saab announced that they will launch eyewear and watches product lines in 2021. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Please leave me some reviews on Apple Podcasts and see you next week.